And now, NAI Pop presents a unique show where two dads talk about the topics that interest them. Sports, wrestling, and a splash of pop culture information to help them survive in a world of wives and kids. Now, please welcome your hosts, professional wrestler and new dad, Scotty Slade, and retired executive and seasoned dad, Jamie Jamikowski. Welcome to For the Pops on the NAI Pop Network. You are listening to For the Pops on the NAI Pop Network, a show where myself, Scotty Slade, and dad veteran, Jamie Jamikowski, we get together, we talk sports, video games, wrestling, and everything in between. And today, Jamie, it is episode 15. And 15 is actually an important number for this show. Okay. Because our guest today has been a close friend of mine for over 15 years. Really? Not 16, not (laughs) Not 14, 14. 15 15. years. So what I'll do is I'm going to introduce him. Sure. He is a WFA original. Oh, boy. He trained Here we go again. through the Storm Brothers, Brutal Bob Evans, ended up with Steve Bradley. He's one part of the Metro Men. He is the Ray. Hello. <laughs> is it, wait, that, is that this podcast? Yes. That, well, that's the other that's podcast. That's the other podcast. Sorry, sorry. But it's okay. We're friendly with them. Okay. Well, we, they, we, we, get, we get along with that podcast. No, he, it's okay. I could have, it could have introduced him as uh, Ray Slade, one of the original Slade brothers. There was more than one? The original Slade Brothers. The original Slade Brothers. Well, yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, we tagged for I think a total of three shows, mm-hmm. maybe four. How, how many Slade Brothers were there? Just officially, just him. Just me. I was the big brother. <laughs> when we had tagged for a oh, show, when we had ta- <laughs> when we had tagged for a show for Sheldon, uh, one of the homeless guys, I guess that Sheldon decided to let in, that was chanting Slade Brothers the entire show, comes up to us and goes, "I know you guys are brothers." But that Brian Fury, is he a cousin? <laughs> and then Scott Reed was the fourth oh, one God. that was also our cousin. So. Scott, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, where, where'd you come up with the name Slade? The Teen Titans. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, did we talk about that on one of them? Maybe we touched I, on know, it once. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if we've Maybe. ever really gone through wrestling with you and I. No, we, we have to have we have to do the Scotty Slade's wrestling story one of these so days. We we've never get, covered we, it. We can get two listens, myself <coughs> twice. That's right. That's a, <laughs> it's a very interesting story. It goes back, he 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 starts and then he <laughs> stops and then he comes back again. Because you started down Rhode Island too, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes, I started Ray's actually the reason I got into wrestling. <coughs> yeah. We backyarded. We were doing the backyard wrestling. We did, we did. Are we allowed we to were... talk about that right now? Yeah, well, sure. still taboo. No, no, no. What? There's no taboo. Okay. We were back- I, I, I retired. I don't care what okay, you talk right. about anymore. We were we were backyard superstars. We, we, I was we were on the television circuit in Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. Channel yeah. 13. USW. I'm not going to give them any plugs. <laughs> wow. yeah, Channel 13. Yeah, we were on it like, what was it, midnight? Yeah, midnight and 1 a.m. on Fridays and Saturdays. Wow. Yeah, we had a, we had a better spot than some current independent companies. I bet you. I, I just saw that uh, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood is going to be on Nesson at 3 a.m. on Saturdays. It was funny because I saw that and I thought to myself, like, that's a really <laughs> shitty spot to be in. But at the same time, in this world with DVR, does it matter? Nope. Yeah, I don't know. Not at all. Not at all? Not at all. You don't think so? DVR? Not at all. Are you really going to DVR independent wrestling I'm at n- 3 in the morning? I'm not going to watch it either way. Right. But I'm not going <laughs> to. But if I was going to watch it, it'd be DVR. That's actually the only other argument you could make is that people who really want to watch it probably will watch it at 3 a.m. on a on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. I would stay up till 1 a.m. 
watching ECW on like the Nashville Network when it switched to <laughs> no, 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 no was before it the, that uh, using Telemundo, Telemundo Channel Twenty, Channel Mundo watching ECW at one a.m. Wait and way before uh, it was on tele, uh, on Nashville Network it was on TNN. TNN. Yep. So speaking of wrestling, I can't remember at what point did you stop wrestling? Uh, I stopped wrestling. It was two thousand. I would say six. It was about a year before Steve passed. Okay, because at that point you were doing all kinds of stuff. Like you went down to uh, Ohio with Fury and Eddie Edwards. Yeah, twice to, to train. With and and I can Sumi Sakai to uh, train with Les. Um, yeah. I heard you can't take a hot tag. Okay, that's that's not true whatsoever. <laughs> uh, the hot tag was... It, I did the hot tag perfectly fine, like every hot tag you've ever seen in your entire life. Um, but Les would, uh, instead of kayfabing the five count, he would go one, two, three, four, five matches over. He disqualified. See? And I said, that's okay. That's And so I would be rushing my moves and, and screwing everything up. While being yelled at that I need to be out of there by five. So and I did the hot tag perfectly fine. Did you have wrestle for us? Did you have wrestle for chaotic? <laughs> he was the um I couldn't. You know, there was a point when he was getting back to be quote unquote show ready. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he came around the chaotic locker rooms. Yep. And I don't remember like Did he start hanging around you so he had heat with me immediately? Oh man. No, I don't think so. But <laughs> uh I was in wrestling about five years, six years. Uh, but I went from different places. He was a heat machine. Big time. He, he I mean, I couldn't. He writes the book on it. There, there was a time that we were at uh, Good Times for NECW. Um, we had a younger kid that had just started training. His name was Paul. <coughs> Wanted Ray to kind of give him some feedback on his match. So, yep. so what does Ray do? Ray's sitting in the crowd, and he has a notebook and a pen. And so he decides to start taking notes on what Paul was doing wrong to give feedback. Well, it was perceived that Ray was taking notes on the entire show to shit all over it. Right, because at that time, <laughs> message uh-huh. boards were a big deal in Ooh, the which wrestling. Any eye would have oh, been. Yep. That was a big one. Uh, but I, I wasn't, but they perceived me as being Grey Ghost of that uh Oh, of that show. I remember the Grey Ghost. <laughs> yeah. He was very upset at the uh, New England Super 8. Some of these throwbacks are immense. You're, yeah, I'm sure you guys heard through the rumor mill when I pulled up the first uh, NEI. What was it, NEI Invitational? Was that the first the first one? I think it was the first one when they wanted Louie in it. Yes. And I said, Is that the one where he Al- can't lose? That was the second one. Al's yeah. the second. That was the second one. That was the second one. The first one was Mav won that. Yes. Won. He was. Uh, they. Uh, they. I said Louie had to go to the final. They couldn't use anybody from Chaotic. Mm. Oh, wow. Um, I said he had to win, and they negotiated back that no, he would just be in the final. I guess Mav went over. Yeah. Oh, wow. Jay Guru and Jay Winger. Yep. Right? That's who ran the old NEI board. And you know what? They shut that site down. Actually, they didn't shut it down. They started to regulate it and make it so people couldn't just kind of say whatever they wanted. And if you were a troll, they'd ban you. And then that ended up killing the site. And pushed everybody over to uh, another site, the Burning Hammer. The Burning Hammer. The Burning Hammer. You can say anything. Yeah. <laughs> keep talking. I'm retired. I don't care okay, anymore. All right, with the Burning Hammer. The Burning Hammer. Yeah, they have a little game uh, on that. <laughs> I think they have games on that site, and uh, you could be like first, second, or third. I don't know who the first place guy is, but he's probably really good at games. Michael Keaton, right? Mike, Michael Keaton. No, that's Alex P. Keaton Alex is on oh there my as God. well. Superman's on there somewhere, but they're definitely uh, not at the top. I forgot about all those stupid message boards. Like I remember, like there was a time in Chaotic, like, that would be like the first things I would check. 
That was everything. Yeah. Like, that's where you went for like photo updates, yep. show updates, posters, results. I wanted to hear what fans were saying about us, what they were saying about other people. Mm-hmm. Reviews. Rumor mill. Great. Like everything. Everything was so concentrated. Mm-hmm. Until then social media hit and right. we lost it all. But well, before that. It was MySpace was the one that kind of took it away first. Yeah, any kind of anything that just took away from people being able to congregate at one spot to talk about <laughs> New England wrestling right. or any kind of thing. And now we have, now we have Mary McCheese. We do have Mary. We have Mary, Mary Cheese. The he, he comes back once in a while now. Not not like with a flurry. Yeah, yeah. Like he'll get on a run. Just, but it's usually on Hawaiian time, so it's weird. That, that, believe me, you know what? You know how you know I'm not. You know how you know I'm not Mary Cheese because it's half the people he mentions. I have no I idea who say, they are. A lot of them are like no. Southern Mass, Rhode Island guys. I have no so idea like, who there's they are. No way Jamie knows who that We're is. I'm pretty sure me and McCheese is multiple people. Anyway. Exactly. It's 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 multiple. Yeah. We're on to you, Cheese. That's right. <laughs> and, and Scotty Slade's coming for you. We're on to oh, me God. and me and Brian Malonis are on to. Oh, you guys want to? You like still, Crockett and Tubbs? Yeah, we still you uh, track them down. Still text about it. <laughs> We'll find them. So you, you wrestled for about six years. Yeah. And so within that six years, um, you worked for Steve at WFA. And so Steve was notorious for running like the three ring circus. Like he had all types of things. And a lot of one of the things he had was hardcore matches, mm. which you partook a lot in between your gimmick as the what was the Metroman. I was a, uh, we were the Metroman. That was one. And then we were the I was a conquistador as a. As another tag team with another guy. And so for those that don't know, the Metro Men were actually a metrosexual group where they come out in khakis and different color polos. Much different time. Oh, wow. Well, kind of. <laughs> oh, boy. You know, I, I, if I... If, <laughs> oh, boy. If I, uncomfortable. If, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> it, and this is funny how? Okay. I'm, I'm confused. It's what's wrong with, funny. What's wrong with khakis and multi, multi-colored mm-hmm. polos? It wasn't supposed Nothing to. We all. weren't funny at all. We were very serious. They, they were huh. very serious. Uh, wow. Yep. This is as awkward as my wedding table. This just got really, uh, really awkward geez. all of a sudden. Um, yeah. So then, anyway. So who was the other Metro Man? Uh, the other Metro. Well, we had so we had a revolving door of other Metro Men. It okay. was the so original the Metro Men were like the chaotic blow up boys. Just yes. you know some what? Rota- yes. Some rotating Almost. in. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, the original original Metro Men were the Rob and uh, who I don't uh, know where he. That's all he re- he only wrestled there. He was a uh, Kevin Landry student. Okay. And then uh, Mike Bennett, Mikey B. And I'm like, wow. Mike uh, Mike Canellis now. He was sure. he was the the mic. He was the mic, right? The mic, and okay. then so Rob was never at shows, so it was me and the Mikey B wrestling for the most part. And then I'd also be a conquistador earlier in the night uh, with uh, another member of the WFA locker room, who will go unmentioned, who shall go unnamed. And, and later on, uh, Scott Gurren, the Shane. Yes, he became. I got I broke my arm or I got hurt at some point, uh, and while I was gone. They needed someone to fill in, so Scott Gurr and, and Mike and Mikey B ended up tagging. How did you break your arm? Uh, I actually broke my arm as a conquistador. And who, uh, you, and who are you wrestling? I was. <laughs> we were wrestling the Noise Boys, which is uh, I think a friend of this show and many others. Um, uh, Tarzan and Marcus. Okay, I always get the Noise Boys and the Metro Men confused. We worked a lot together, but uh, really. Yeah, well, I remember, I never saw any of you. Oh, I never oh, saw oh, oh, okay, okay. No, I know, I know the individuals, but like yeah, yeah, when yeah. you talk about the tag teams, that's why I'm asking so many questions. Like, yeah, I never really knew who was in which one. Yeah, the Tarzan and uh, Marcus were uh, the Noise <laughs> Boys, and we—I was a conquistador at that point because uh, we were baby faces. And what's funny is, is at the time, like wrestling, clearly everybody that used to watch it that many years ago understands that it was a different time. You could push the envelope with 
stereotypical jokes. <laughs> That's true. So yeah. the conquistadors would come out in these um, sombreros, these dominatrix type <laughs> gold outfits with. Think of like the dominatrix outfits where they've got like that weird mask that goes over their face. That's awesome. It was that, but in gold. They'd come out with sombreros, they'd pass out burritos, and they would just yell different type of Spanish words. None of it made sense. Who I believe those costumes were passed down from <laughs> Justin Shape from a Lobster Man promotion. That's where they came from. Oh, originally. is that where they came from? That's originally where they came from. Uh, the the name escapes me now, but that's where they came from. Did you from. ever work for Lobster Man? I did not, no. He's another legendary one. That, that it's probably because he got heat with him. Well, uh, no, I did but, not have you. No, I think it's like <laughs> I think it's like the group right before us. Yep. who kind of know more about Lobster Man and have I? I mean, the stories like Duke Stalton and them used to tell me about the Lobster Man shows mm -hmm. were unreal. Yeah, Bob, Bob, Mav, all those people, yeah, yeah. all stories, all those sorts of stories. So I'm refereeing this match, and uh, so it's him and this other guy. They're tagging. They're they're doing their Spanish gimmick. They used to do like this when they go around the ring, which is just you know. Knuckles to elbows yep. and snapping their fingers, things of that nature. It's called La Cucaracha. La Cucaracha. <laughs> uh, and what were you guys going for? Like the uh, the Dudley Boys uh, you know headbutt to the nuts? And this is unfortunate, honestly. I hated that gimmick so much. And I really shouldn't have. And I should have put. Yeah, I should have done more with it. But we had, we were, the, I wouldn't come up with anything for that gimmick because I really like the Metro Men gimmick more, which again, dumb. I uh, should have really taken advantage of both. Uh, so he came up with my partner came up with we should do the uh, the the Dudley Boys was up gimmick where we jump off the top rope and headbutt the other guy in the nuts and only instead of saying was up we would say <laughs> we would say. Uh, que pasa? Yeah, I think we would say que pasa, <laughs> and we would just yell que pasa or, or something to that nature, absolutely ridiculous. And you, I would jump across the ring and headbutt the guy in the balls. This particular time, um, it was actually more in the middle of the match rather than like the hot tag. And my partner brought Marcus uh, to the edge of the ring, the the far corner of the ring, so I had to jump way further than normal. And so to make sure I didn't miss, I jumped as far as I could, and I overshot. And as I overshot, and as coming down my full body between Marcus's legs, I decided to stop myself. Yeah. I put my arms up, and I broke my, my arm. Uh, the bone oh. busted through. Oh. And I had to work the rest of the match like that, too. Oh, my God. So the best part of that is, so they're doing all these Spanish comments. All of a sudden, I'm refing. He lands. He rolls over in complete, just clear as day English. I broke my fucking arm. <laughs> I knew immediately I broke my arm. But see, oh this happened God. on a Friday or Saturday. And because Ray and I used to live in Rhode Island, we used to stay up at Fury's. Yeah. So Ray assumed he broke his arm. Yeah. And again, wrestling, a lot of guys with egos, testosterone, stuff like that. And it's like a man's world yeah. and things like that. And so Brian told him to stop being a pussy. And he needed to <gasps> okay. break his arm. Okay. So here's what happened. <laughs> oh, so, boy. So first of all, let me back up just one quick all second. Right. At the end, of, here's right at the end. I, I rolled to him and I yelled, I broke my fucking arm at the at the end of it, or in it. Yeah. But at the very end, there were, I couldn't think of anything to do because I couldn't lift my arm. So I couldn't throw any punches. I couldn't block any punch. I couldn't do anything. But I still had to work the rest of the match. Yeah. So, uh, and ironically enough, I believe we're working Scott Gurren on the other side. Uh, and I canned him to the outside. And later on in the night, there was a cage match. And I threw him into the side of the cage that were laying on the side yeah. of the ground. And I picked him up and threw him in. 
and we go back in after the after the the match is over, and Steve, uh, what, 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 what the fuck are you doing out there? And I was like, Ah, oh, Steve, I, I, I think I broke it. You broke the cage? I know my arm. I'm gonna fuck about your arm. Stay off the cage. And he was yelling at me because I used the gimmick for the end of the night, and he didn't oh give my a God. shit less about my arm. As I laid there, just holding it, and he just yelled at me to go back downstairs. When I did. And then later, and then later on in the night, we're at Denny's, and my arm, and I, I just couldn't even move it. And Brian and and Eric, Eddie Edwards, both calling me a pussy. I need to tough it out. And you know what? I was right. They were right. I should have. You know, maybe it was just a sprain. <laughs> and I and, Wait, and it, the best part is when it was time to go home next day. And he's trying to open the door. Yeah. Just that motion. He can't even yeah. open the oh car my door. God. I didn't sleep that whole night because of the pain. So because I, I couldn't. And then. Later on that next day, I was trying to go home. I was picking up my ex-girlfriend at the time from the airport who was coming home from Spain. From She was wrestling in Spain. She comes home, and uh, she gets to the house, and I'm helping her put her stuff in, but I'm doing it one-armed. A box falls, and I go to grab oh, it, God. and it pops more. This is a b- oh bone pops more, oh, and I God. still refuse to go to the hospital because Brian and Eric both called me a <laughs> pussy. So I refused to go to the hospital until it, I was absolutely positive it was broke. And then the next morning when I woke up, the bone marrow and things had blackened on the bottom of my arm, and it was bruised, and it had, it had collected. So I had to go to the hospital at that point, and I did. And uh, I got a cast put on it, but I didn't have insurance. So I looked around for doctors and found Dr. Austin. And at the time, Stone Cold Steve Austin, so I knew I was good. He (laughs) fixed the arm, but he never placed it. He just put a cast on it. So when the arm healed, it healed. I couldn't turn my arm because he healed wrong, which eventually I needed to get broke and placed back together and metal metal rods and stuff put in. Yeah, it was a mess. But I was trying to save Marcus's children in the future. And if that... Oh, my God. That's the most disgusting story I've ever heard. Well, wait. Oh, yeah. There's more. Because when I got the arm <laughs> set, or when I finally got it done, I had to... Uh, I wore a cast, obviously. Yeah. And, I mean, if you had a cast on, if you've had an arm cast or any kind of cast, you know how itchy it is. Yeah. It's just sweat. It gets it. So you have a knife. I have a butter knife that I would just jam down my arm. Now, I'm not sure if you're supposed to do that, because they said oh, the God, skin no. gets real, like, thin. So I would jam the butter knife for weeks. <laughs> how long did you, you have that cast on for? Oh six my God. weeks. Six, maybe, maybe about six weeks. Maybe less. Maybe more. I don't know. I, I feel don't like know. it was more than six weeks. It could have been. But I had two casts on, don't forget, either. The cast that you had at WrestleMania. That yeah. was a while. That was a long time. So he's using this butter knife to scratch his oh arm. God okay? and, and he doesn't take out the knife. It just It's always there. So he's, it's just there fermenting. Forever using it as the... The scratching tool. So like just sticking out of the cast. I put take it out at night. Like it was just like, where's it gonna put it in my pocket? Oh yeah, yeah. Like he would, yeah, just so take okay. it out at night. But I meant like day to day. There yeah. it is. Boom, bang. Like how people put picks in their hair. <laughs> so, God. Right. meanwhile, he has a friend that worked at Figures Inc. And well, I don't know. We can <laughs> go on. <laughs> <laughs> so Figures Inc. at the time was the only distributor of WWE oh. <laughs> belts. Yeah, belt belts. Would you relax? Was <laughs> the only distributor for the uh, WWE belts. So when Cena was going to be facing Bradshaw at WrestleMania yeah. for the heavyweight title, uh, his friend got the blueprints for the new Spinners title. So he knew oh. that yeah, John Cena was going to go over. He gave me the spoiler ahead of time. I hate spoilers, but he gave it to okay. me ahead of time. So we're at WrestleMania, and he's lightly telling people he knows John Cena's going to win. And so Al Spada, 
Um, one of the guys that used to wrestle back in the day currently kind of helps out at the uh, New England Pro Wrestling Academy. Made a bet with Ray. If Bradshaw wins, Ray will have to do this. If John Cena wins, he will do this. And what is okay. that? That is to lick both sides of the said butter knife. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. What is wrong with you people? Yeah. And I was fine. I knew I wasn't going <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Which, man. as fine as you knew you were, your girlfriend at the time was so angry because she wasn't entirely sold on the concept. Yeah. And needless to say, John Cena goes over. Al stands there in front of the living room, takes the butter knife, across one side of his tongue, yeah. flips it over the rest of the he way. Both sides oh, oh God. That's the, that may be the most, one of two yep. rounds of yep. the most disgusting story. I've ever heard. It gets itchy and you catch a good itch. Oh, my God. You know what? Uh, I need to take a break okay. after listening to this. So uh, why don't we take a quick break? When we come back, you know, Ray, we know you have some other interests. Uh, you know, we have some fun topics we want to talk about. So let's take a quick break. I'm going to get my stomach back together after listening to this story. And uh, we'll be back with more For the Pops right here on the NAI Pop Network. You know the New Age Size Wrestling Show is the premier place for wrestling fans to connect, discuss, and to be heard. But what if we told you that there's also a show for fans of all kinds to do the same? That show is Late Night Liam. Show hosted by myself, Liam Stryker. And me, Bill Neville. Join us immediately following NAI Pod every Wednesday as we dive into pop culture, sports, current events, and more. Can't listen live? No worries. Late Night Liam can be downloaded on demand exclusively on the NAI Network channel. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, and all podcast platforms. Once again, join Late Night Liam live every Wednesday following NAI Pod. When you and fans of all kinds can connect, discuss, and be heard. Hey everyone, this is Jamie from the For The Pops podcast. You know, on our show, you hear me talk all the time about Undercover Wear, Chaotic Wrestling, and a lot of the other companies I've started or worked for. Over the course of my 20 plus year career, I've helped dozens of businesses and literally thousands of individuals reach their personal and financial dreams. And you know what? Now I want to help you. If you have a small business, a family-owned company, or maybe just a great business idea, reach out to me. Maybe you're looking for a job that needs some help with your search or rewriting your resume. Just let me know. Who knows? Maybe you're a pro wrestler or a pro wrestling promoter who needs some tips on growing your role in the industry. Well, I can help. Check out our website. It's ohanane.com. That's O-H-A-N-A-N-E.com. Or just go to forthepops.com and follow the link at the top of the page. My company, Ohana Enterprises, we offer everything from individual coaching to marketing packages, to website design, and even more. Our only goal is to give small businesses and individuals the boost you need to succeed. So check us out at ohanane.com and let us help you make your dreams a reality. Good, gotta blow your mind. 
pop on the internet pop network. And we're back here, Scotty Slade, Jim Jimkowski, and none other than Ray Slade, Ray the Ray, Ray Sage. Ray Sage was one, right? Uh, it's Corey Sage. Corey Sage. Okay, that's what it was. Is there any? Never mind. Um, and so, what I wanted to kind of talk about, and this was actually geared towards Jamie when I originally came up with this concept, and. You know, we don't get to talk enough about video games on this show, so I'm glad I finally got somebody on here that's comfortable with the direction video games are going in and kind of like what's hot. But Jamie, um, your daughter is 14, you yes. said? Yeah. 14. I'm trying to think. What was out 14 years ago for systems? I would have been... Uh, so like N64, right? 14 years ago? N64? No. Xbox? Yeah. Xbox, PlayStation? Xbox. So before... 14. It would have been an early PlayStation 2, right? No. It, it, when did in, in, N64 was like when I was 16, which was in Xbox was like 2001. Yeah, but No Mercy. Right. No Mercy was before Xbox. 2000? Yeah, WrestleMania 2000, would which would have been 18 years ago. Then No Mercy came out maybe a year or two after that. Yeah. And 14 years ago would have been Xbox. Xbox One. Halo. Oh, yeah, I probably should have just looked up uh, Halo, really. Anyway, I'm sorry, I, I digress. But 2003, I think it was. 2001, Halo came out yeah, 2001. 2001. Yeah, 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 all right. That was right. right. Yeah, it wasn't too far I'm on off. the show because I'm a video game expert. Yeah. I so, Jamie, before, yes. before you had your daughter, um, were you into video games at all? I've actually, I've, I've actually always kind of been into video games. I mean, I'm old. I say this every show. If you're not Ray, I'm older than all of you. But I remember in uh, college, we lived on uh, the old Sega Genesis. Pong, right? Uh, yeah, it was Pong. <laughs> it was, it was Pong. Pong. Okay. Yep. Asteroids, that was always good. Pac-Man. <laughs> Pac-Man. Slap you that quarter down. Pumped you got when next. she got the bow, huh? What was that? Well, you were pumped when she got the bow? Oh, absolutely. Why, why wouldn't you be? And then, yeah. you know. Much better game. She's a lot faster. In that Defender. Game. Defender. I was always terrible Defender. Uh, Missile Command, that was terrible. Oh. I hated but that you game. got to be in a time that kids now will never be able to experience. I grew up in the era of arcades. Mm -hmm. Arcades were awesome. Yep. Mm -hmm. We were at the tail end, mm -hmm. but we weren't at when it was when oh, you were no. there. I still remember like going up to, uh, for people in New England, going up to Salisbury Beach. And it was just like multiple stories, arcades, and, and it, there's still like Joe's Playland is still there. <laughs> But just picture that times a hundred, and then like every mall, uh, it was at the old Methuen Mall. They had the, it was like the Dream Machine arcade. Yeah, yeah, Dream Machine was down around. But it was it was awesome. No, so I remember growing up on like you said stand up video games. Yeah, and uh, my like all, three all time favorites. Do you have any guesses? Your three all time favorites. All time favorites stand up, like stand up arcade games. Oh my goodness! Uh, uh, one uh, here's a hint. One of them is not accurate for me to call it a stand up one. Because you would sit in it. Cruising USA. No. Okay. <laughs> no. I don't Donkey Kong? Spy Hunter. Okay. Okay. I was like Spy Hunter. Yep. Gauntlet was always good because that was the first one where you could play with multiple people. Right. Mm -hmm. So I always like Gauntlet. That was and big then in 64. Nobody ever gets this one. And I'm taking out the, what's uh, what's what's the wrestling one? Is it uh, WrestleFest? WrestleFest, yeah. yeah. That's obviously an awesome one. My other favorite one was the Return of the Jedi video game that came out. It was amazing. Was that, that when you would ride? No, no, that was a stand-up one. That was a stand-up one? It was a stand-up one. It had the same controls as the old Star Wars one, where it was like the two the two handles, like you and, and you flew. Uh, the big thing was you flew a, uh, or you drove one of the speeder bikes yeah. through the forest moon of Endor. Hmm. And then you had to get the Millennium Falcon into the Death Star to blow it up. I forget what the third piece was, but yeah. 
So yeah, so that that was awesome. And, and again, it should be like you don't will even no. kids won't get to experience it because it was like a lot. It was a hangout and playing games. I mean, playing online now is fun, but yep. it's not the same. No. It doesn't 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 compare. And then um, then I was saying in college, we had I had a Sega Genesis. Yeah. And the two big games we had up for that were Mortal Kombat. No, it was uh, it was Madden. Okay. It was one of the early Maddens. Yeah. And the best game that came up for that was WWF's Royal Rumble. Oh my god! Yeah, I had it for Super to, Nintendo. Yeah. There were many a a drunken college weekend where it was just <laughs> booze and other collegey things plus Madden. That's amazing. And the Royal Rumble. A lot of atomic drops over the top rope. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that was when you just get crushes finish and it's just the weird head squeeze. Yep. This is a great game. Yeah, very good. That game. was that is solid. That is solid. So, right as um, right as your daughter's being born, were you playing actively? No, pretty much every year. I think I've had a PlayStation. Like I've had every version of PlayStation at this point, and uh, pretty much Madden has been the one that I get. It's okay. like the one game I get every year. And so yeah. now that she's getting older, is it? St- have you noticed it's still the same? And I ask for a particular reason. I'm, I'm like I'm going I'm, somewhere. With I'm it. actually playing. I, I actually play more now. Really. It's I'm not too to difficult play. for you? Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you what level I play Madden okay. at. You know, what, you know, what is it? Rookie is like. That's okay. You're already, ahead of, the, you're already ahead of the curve. Brian Fury won't play right. modern games because he says. They're too difficult for him, honestly. He's, he's openly said that you've needed. What was it like? He made a comment like a college degree to. Right. Because you have to hit more than two buttons. So he has a hard time with it. And he gets really upset. And he only plays mobile games because they're easier. Really? Yes. Yeah, this is a thing. No, like I have, I have like my selection of games I play. Like I play Madden, Madden, any Madden. I get every new version. Yeah, uh, all the Batman games, all the Arkham's. Yep, very good games. Because those are great, great games. Um, and then usually there are like other games that I'll just uh, buy occasionally when I see them. Like a like uh, what is it, MLB the Show? Yeah, I have like a baseball one. Sometimes I'll play hockey. So the reason why I say that yep. is is um, within like the last two years. Um, I have noticed that so before I knew that there was a baby on the way, I would get more into games like Batman, uh, you know, the Arkham Asylum, um, games that had like a continuity story that you had to put time into follow us this whole um, build up to like a final payoff. But then in like the last two years, I've been more driven to sticking with games that were play and go stuff that I didn't have to commit a lot of time to but if I wanted to binge in certain uh, in certain time frames uh, like uh, Call of Duty's always been a big one but it's been more lately uh, Madden because you could play a game and get in and get out but I haven't been able to sit down and get like entrenched in a story mode type game because of the little one well that's what I hate about video games now for me personally because I'm older is I used to remember like Sega Genesis you'd put in the cartridge and you'd start playing the game Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, Golden Axe, Moonwalker. Vector yeah. Moonwalker was great. Yeah. But you'd plug it and you'd go. Now it's like you, you get to Star Wars Battlefront. Downloading update. Yeah. Time. Oh, you don't like Three hours, 17 well, minutes. Mean, like, I just want to play a game. I understand. But I want to like, fly an X Wing. That's you, all I want to do. You're also talking about doing the updates that <laughs> stop Sonic from getting fro- you know, freezing and level two and, and, like, you know, things that make the game better in updates. So. It really helps the game, and they get allow them to add more things and maps and guns and anything else you need. Then I got to go to the PlayStation Store to get Batman Seventeen costumes. And I... That's optional. Yeah. Oh. So I'm glad you said that. So, like, speaking of video games, um, it seems that like over time, 
between you know mobile that like Brian Ferry talks about. Mm-hmm. But it seems that this free to play mentality is what's really starting to drive a lot of the video games um, direction. In particular, this game called Fortnite. And so I remember when I uh, texted Jamie about the concept of bringing you on, Ray, saying I wanted to talk about Fortnite. Uh, Jamie writes back to me, and I quote, I have no idea what Fortnite is, and he spelt it... (laughs) N-I-G-H-T. Oh, yeah. And he might even have wrote Fortnite. How do you spell it? (laughs) F-O-R-T-N-I-T-E. And so for those that don't know, Fortnite is very similar to some other games in its past. Uh, PUBG, PlayerUnknown Battleground, and H1Z1. What You just said... you just. Letters PUBG is just together. an acronym. Okay, so yeah, it's just an acronym. What it is, it's a battle royale standard game, and, and it starts off with 100 players. 100 players are then flown over a single map. Uh, you get to drop, kind of like with a parachute. You, are, you start the game with nothing. All you have is a pickaxe. From there, you have to kind of uh, find your way to different types of loot, find things that are on the ground in chests, different type of weapons, uh, to try to get up as much stuff as possible so that you can take out the other 99 players. Um, meanwhile, while this is all happening, there is a circular, um, storm, storm that is slowly closing in. And after so many minutes, that storm closes in, forcing all active players closer together, ultimately leading to a very small perimeter when the storm just envelops the entire map. So needless to say, even if you try to just hang back, it's going to push you towards the middle. And so this style of game has completely blown up, um, uh, once this came out through C- Fortnite, can I ask a stupid question? Sure. Okay, what is Fortnite on? Is it on like PlayStation? So, like, how does this work? And that's everything. If I want to play Fortnite right now, what do I do? Everything. Right the so the reason why PC. Fortnite has blown up is Apple. so PUBG you have to pay for H one Z one you have to pay for it. Fortnite has come out completely free. You can download it on your phone, your PC, your PlayStation, your Xbox. It's coming. I don't know if it's coming to Nintendo Switch. I doubt um, it. Nothing comes to Nintendo. <laughs> so it's on all major platforms. Um, and it's completely free. Yeah. There's there's nothing that you need to buy. And furthermore, there's nothing that you need to buy for competitive advantage. Everything that you pay for in the game is all aesthetics, which means outfits, different types of pickaxes, things of that nature. Emotes, some dances. I could show you some of them right now if you need me to. No, we don't. <laughs> okay. And so the... the I, I didn't say no yet. All right. Just so, we, just so we're clear. So the, co- so the <laughs> question is... is um, which you're starting to see it in other games. You're seeing it in Call of Duty a little bit, where they're doing micro microtransactions for like aesthetic stuff. Battlefront, where you got to download um, certain items yeah. to advance your character. The question is, is, is this type of model where games are being given out for free, but they're making fists over cash, or what's the, what's the term called? Money hand over fist. Yeah, that too. When they're making that sort of money straight on aesthetics alone, is that like the future of where we're going in video games? As you as, as you as a casual gamer like yourself, Jamie, and Ray, who's kind of more of a hardcore gamer, is that the type of style that you're hoping that comes into? No. I, I don't I don't think it's going to be that type of style going forward, be, just simply because people are always going to love the story modes. And to be honest with you, I love you know the Fortnite and, and how it's free, but I love Zelda, too. And I could play Zelda for days on days on days. And because of that, I mean, they they have to sell that. They can't. They're not going to give that away for free. So, I mean, I, I could see them doing this more with with the you know give it away free and then kind of like the apps do and just make you pay more. Because honestly, they did a thing recently with Fortnite where they uh, didn't even tell everybody what was going on. They just teased the Avengers logo and, and they teased you know uh, 
coming tomorrow, uh, Avengers and Fortnite mix up. And there was like a solid probably about five hours of people freaking out, thinking they were going to get uh, Avengers skins, which mm-hmm. is the guy that make you look like you yeah. know, Thor or whatever. And, and me personally, I was absolutely uh, yeah, he was ready he was ready to drop 60 70 dollars if it was a thor skin i would have dropped for 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 get a thor skin uh 50 easy no problem no questions asked no questions asked i would pay more than the game just to get this to run around with with thor and malnir and knock down trees so now fortnite this is different than like what's the other one world of warcraft way yeah. different because so, that one is like so yeah, so like World of Warcraft, um, and those that also don't play it, World of Warcraft is the MMORPG. That is a monthly subscription. It's about uh, fifteen twenty dollars a month, and you get content that's consistently updated: new zones, new pathways, new things like that, new weapons, uh, new mobs to face, or bosses, things of that nature. And then they'll come out with an expansion maybe once a year, um, once every uh, eighteen months, which will cost about sixty dollars, and that's a huge update to everything in the game, level expansion, more more characters, things of that nature. This Fortnite, on the other hand, is straight, uh, free, very, very little progression. With the same updates, mind you. So I have a question for you. So if I were to, like, I use my, my laptop here, go to Fortnite, down, Fortnite, down, da, yep. Fortnite, download <laughs> Fortnite. it. Fortnite.gov, yep. <laughs> right, I, I download it. And I enter the first. What do you call it? Is it a battle? What is it? Yeah, just a battle. It's all. It's all online multiplayer. Now, where you guys have been playing longer? Yeah. When we all drop into this battleground, are we all starting at the same point, yeah. or are like your guys better than mine because no. you've been playing for a while? Uh, I'm better than you, but my character personally <sighs> is not going to be better than you. And that's why this game has gotten such notoriety because. Everyone, every single map starts off exactly the same. You yeah. have nothing. You own nothing. There's no advantage when you start the game. It's all, they call it RNG, which is a random generated. So every time you open boxes that you randomly find in the map, it could be a really good weapon or it could be just a really right. mediocre weapon. They place them all over the map. Okay. You run into it. Sometimes it'll be uh, over here, and sometimes that next next map or next game, it's not there anymore. And, and uh, it's just a matter, and it, you have to loot. And then what else goes into it is you also have to chop down uh, either trees or some kind of metal to gain materials, to which adds to the little yeah, twist so in the game that makes it a little bit more difficult than your normal game. So Fortnite had um, kind of made the push to stand out. Uh, are you familiar with the game Minecraft? Have you seen Yes. So what Fortnite did to stand out from the other game models that are... Because all these games, PUBG, H1Z1, Fortnite, they all have the same model. Drop in from an airplane, uh, battle bus, whatever you want to call it. Start with nothing, find stuff. Um, kill def- people. Kill people, the, dun- you the, the rest. The end. Okay. But Make what Fortnite does is it allows people to build constructs. So when enemies are attacking, you can quickly build ramps, walls, things like that. And so people, that's where the, the fort part comes in. People will build these huge structures very quickly to kind of protect themselves, get away from enemies, things of that nature. So when it gets down to two very good builders, the battle becomes more of on-the-fly strategy of building while trying to get to your opponent and protect yourself. You have four structures to choose from. You have the ramp. You have a wall. You have a a baseboard or, or flat surface. And then you have a cone or a triangle shape. And you can edit all four of them to do many different things. And so doing that on the fly, you have to change from shooting to then all of a sudden you're building a house. And the other guy's building, and you guys get to fight while building, which I think is what makes the game stand out more. 
So how long does like a game last in general? 15 minutes. Yeah. So it's like quick. Yep. Yeah. And so that's why it's, it's been... like when I'm eating my lunch in my office tomorrow and I just want something to kill time while I eat. Right. For you, you it would do. be like five seconds, though. <laughs> it's gonna be quick, and, and it's not a knock to you. Oh it's a very God. difficult game. So, and but yeah, so does Slade know how to play it? Na- well, yeah, sort of. I mean, there's different I, ways. I to got play. wins. Okay, so there's different ways to play. There's like you could play where you own the map and you're not worried about anybody else, or. You can play like Scotty plays and sit in bushes and hide. I don't sit in and bushes. And then as the storm moves, he creeps up to his next bush and sits in his bush. And then at the very end of the game, while two people are fighting, he'll come out of the blue and start shooting at them. So he wins the game with one kill. That's don't listen to this guy. Wow. Don't listen to this guy. But yeah, so that's kind of why um, this style of game is blown up because it's it's you're in, you're out, especially now that it's on mobile. The graphics are... The graphics are good enough that it can run on all platforms. Um, and like I said, the updates are constant. Like Ray was hinting towards earlier, they had done a Avengers Infinity War mashup where um, they added a game mode. They do try to do a game mode every week, whether it's rockets only, they do snipers only, they do like accelerated... 50 v 50. Yeah, accelerated blitz mode of 50-50 where it's teams of 50, and it's 50 on 50. This recent one with the Marvel mashup, what it was is um, during the map, suddenly a, the Infinity Gauntlet what comes out of the sky, shoots it, lands on a certain point of the map. The first person that gets to it turns into Thanos, gets all Pretty Thanos's awesome. powers, uh, gets super jumps, beams out of the fist, things like that. His his health is uh, about five times than the normal guys. So pretty much you have to work together to take him out. Once Thanos dies, the gauntlet drops and anybody can go in for it. Rinse and repeat. And no one works together to kill things. No, nobody works together. <laughs> Everybody no. works together to kill each other still. So, um, but it's I, I'm, I'm, I'm like downloading as we speak now. Are you really? I, I, of course. Jamie, it's an addicting game. And, but the thing is, you could go, it could go real quick, but it could go, you can make it last long by like playing like Scotty and hiding in bushes. I hate your guts. But yes, and so where Fortnite's making all their money is, is so, and here's a, and here's a competitive edge that they do, is every single day, they will sell different skins for the hammer that you use to chop down trees to get materials and for your character yeah, skins. Yeah. But what they do that's different than other places is their stuff that you can buy only lasts for 24 hours. And then it's a complete oh. randomized oh. rotation, which gives the level of, if I don't buy it now, I don't know the next time I'll see this. True. Oh. And so people are spending fist, uh, yeah, what that word was. That word. Fistfuls. That. Fistfuls. Hand over fist. Hand, hand over, over fist. Money, hand over. Right, I'm, I'm downloading it now. And you also, the other part that you have to remember that, that you have to push is if you ever get down for even the first or second time to the last five, you, the, your heart races. Yeah, so there's streamers out there that attach heart monitors. It's intense. And Jeez. when and when they're down to the last five, it literally just spikes. And uh, it's funny, like Scott Gurren plays PUBG, um, and he's even sent me a text after he's won a game, and he's like, he thought he was going to die of a heart attack because of how much he was sweating by the time he got to the end. It's my heart's not in great shape right now. Anyways, I'm maybe I shouldn't you. play it. I don't know about this. And it, it's so I mean, so it goes back to my original question because you look at somebody, you look at something like Call of Duty, very successful shooter, sixty dollars, you get it right off the bat. What they've done is during the course of a year, every three months, they'll release three more maps, but they cost you about anywhere between, what is it? Uh, it's about $15 a map, but you can buy the uh, season pass at the beginning for like 100 bucks. Right. So what Call of Duty does is so you pay the 60 and by the course of the year, you're spending another $60. Mm-hmm. So you're spending 120 a year. And people kind of get upset with that. Fortnite has somehow manipulated the public where the game is free, but people are spending much more 
than $120 on game content. The map never changes, and all the people are spending on is just looks, and that's it. Because the, one, the other thing you'd also have to see is Fortnite is in touch with the community big time. They listen to what the community says, they listen to how they feel, and they fix their problems, and they fix their bugs, and everything else. Call of Duty doesn't do that. Other games really don't do that. So, I mean, Call of Duty had an issue with it. It, it. it released with many, many bugs, and they never fixed them. They didn't fix them. There was a, a bug where you couldn't spawn into the game, uh, and other people could, and they went six months or, or, or without fixing that. And it's just unacceptable for people that play the game all the time to have bugs and stuff, that, and they never update. Fortnite is on Reddit all the time. They have an account. People complain. They go in. They respond. And they tell people what they're doing each update, and they let everybody know what's going on. So I'll say one more thing, and then we can run into break, um, not to keep putting over Fortnite, but just the, the phenomenon that's been this Battle royal style, which even the other games that I have mentioned have, are trying to become competitive uh, video game platforms where they're holding these big contests. Uh, H1Z1 just got a deal where they're, uh, they're doing an actual season-long tournament with 12 teams, and there's big money involved. What's funny about this style is uh, Fortnite, which was made by Epic Games, um, made the Fortnite game, which was a PvE version, which is a player versus like environment, where it was zombies coming to attack, and it was similar to Minecraft, just different graphics, where you would build up, you'd work with other players, you'd build these giant forts. It took them six to seven years to make this game. They'd spent all this time, and the reason why they called it Fortnite Save the World is because it was supposed to save Epic Games because they were going towards bankruptcy. Um, Epic also runs Unreal Tournament, uh, games of that nature. It took six months to make Battle Royale, which is the game that uh, is now all over all these platforms, and they've made so much money that they've pulled all their resources from their other games, and now all their other games, including their Save the World game, has been halted in production. Um, so it's just amazing how something that was their baby, their project that there was going to take close to six, seven years to complete, a game that they put together in six months has not only saved the company, but essentially has changed the world. I'm, I'm fascinated by this. I'm downloading as we speak. So, like, you know, as of tomorrow, I'll be, I'll be playing Fortnite. And I think, and I think <coughs> what you're doing right now is also the fact that you're downloading it right now yeah. is another reason that the game is as hot as it is. And I also think that that game, which will end up We'll, we'll touch on later on too. That game is gonna be uh, is gonna end up pushing esports to a different level. I think, uh, and I think also gambling with esports to a different level. Oh, of course. And you know that on your phone you can play with Xbox players. I'm sorry. Yeah. So like, if you go into the game through your phone, you can play with me while I'm on my Xbox. They do cross platform. Interesting. And people Which on is the computer. Deal. It's wild. But yeah. anyway, I. To not, to not spend too much time on video games. That was a, that was a good talk, boys. So we're going to go into our next break. When we come back, uh, what you may not know about Raymond is uh, he's got a little bit of a hobby. And that hobby is daily fantasy sports. And when we For come sure. back, Ray is going to give you some tips, some tricks, what to focus on, what to stray away from when you do your daily fantasy baseball lineup. So stay right there. And we'll be back on For the Pops on the NAI Pop Network. We'll be right back. 
My name is Jason Malta. I am Liam Strager. And I'm Bill Neville. And live every Wednesday night on NewAgeInsiders.com and the Mixler app, we're taking topics and thousands of fan perspectives and bringing them to your airwaves. And don't forget, we'll be live and taking your calls before and after every single WWE pay-per-view that we do not attend. But wait, there's more. You can also subscribe to our Patreon page by visiting Patreon.com and searching for New Age Insiders. And with plans starting at just $2 a month, there's an affordable option for everyone. Monday Rewards, Tuesday Rewards, exclusive pay-per-view rewards, exclusive shows. Why wouldn't you become a Patreon? And we will see you Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. We out. You are listening to For the Pops on the NEI Pop Network. I'm here with Jamie Jimikowski. I'm Scotty Slade, and our guest today is Ray. Should we even say your last name? I prefer you don't. Uh, okay. All right, that's fine. Then you're just the Ray today. Thank you. He's like Cher or but, Madonna. But but if I tag you on Facebook, everybody's going to know your last name. All right. So you can do well, Ray DiOrio then, okay? Okay. All right. So Ray DiOrio. Junior. 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 Very important. important. Actually. Yeah. Very important. So the reason why we brought Ray on here is not only video games, but something that Ray is very passionate about uh, is something that hopefully doesn't create me to become homeless in the uh, future. That's gambling and gambling with sports. Yeah. Um, uh, recently, uh, just the news, I think by the time this is Today's a big day for you. Yeah. Very big day. Very big day. That's awesome. Yes. You want to? Uh, today, uh, the Supreme Court, uh, they... I guess turned down or overturned uh, the legislation to st- uh, stop any kind of sports gambling, uh, or rather give it to the states, right, uh, right, and allow them to make the decision if they want to, you know, however they want to go forward with that. Which as of right now, there's like five or six states that are like they already have laws and stuff set in right. place ready to go. Wait, there's supposedly like a sports book in New Jersey, yep. that literally is like up ready to go within two weeks. The Jersey was the operation. one fighting for it. Right. They were the ones pushing. Right. Which is wild because I got a text as soon as that went through that uh, it's going to be a shame that my daughter's <laughs> going to grow up homeless. But uh, I'm going to I'm going I'm to pace myself. It, it's in my I think it's going to change the world. Well, not the world, America, because they're already in the UK and stuff. You can already you can already right. bet on sports. But in America, I think it'll change. See, like, I don't time. know. How I feel about it because now I, do you bet on sports side? Yeah, that's the reason. So like every October, I would go to Vegas for like yeah. seven years straight, and the draw for me was that Sunday morning because the bets had to be in by 10 a.m. Yep. You go to a sports lounge, you put all your bets in for that day, you sit back, you enjoy the day, you watch the games, like you put in maybe like two, three hundred dollars worth of bets across, say fifteen, twenty bets, and you can just enjoy everything. If that's a regular for me, mm-hmm. I don't think I'll spend two, three hundred, but at the same time, like that nostalgia to go to Vegas is gone. It's going to hurt Vegas. Because oh, I don't yeah. go yeah. to Vegas for the casinos because I got Foxwoods. And Foxwoods, once you're inside Foxwoods, is identical to any casino you're going to play over in, in Vegas, size-wise. What it, what's that face for? Come on. Size-wise? Come on. It's the biggest entertainment Come casino on. under one roof. Come on. Size-wise, yes. It's 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 enormous. And Foxwoods will never, ever, ever be comparable Vegas casino. I said once you go inside the walls. I don't mean no. when you leave. As far as big. I mean, Foxwoods is kind of disgusting inside of it. But as far as it being big, yeah. Maybe. Anyway, continue I'm to sorry. your point. I'm sorry. So, yeah. So, like, it's that nostalgia that, like, I can go and it's a vacation concept to me. That's what's in my head right now. Like, that's why I, I'm not 
driven to put any money on sports because I know it's illegal. I know when I lived in Vegas, this was a long time ago. I lived oh, and worked Jesus, in Vegas. You lived in you lived in Vegas. Yeah. I worked for the Marsh. Why would you move back? <clears throat> yeah. Lots of bad decisions I've made to end up back in New England. Oh my god! We'll, we'll tell that story another night. But yeah, no, I lived in, <laughs> I lived and worked in Vegas for a while. And uh, at the time, Did you become one of those guys that would just hand out those tickets on the side of the road. You know that? No, <laughs> no. Believe it or not, and I've, I've told people this before that when when you live out there for a little while, the only time you actually go down to the strip is when you have people from out of town coming to visit, or if you're like going to see an event. Well, you don't go down to the strip a lot. But back then, the reason I would go down, and you just hit the nail on the head, would be Sundays. Because back then there wasn't things like red zone and NFL packages. Yeah. So being a New Englander in Vegas, the only place I could see Red Sox or Patriots or Celtics play was to go to a sports book after work and watch them. Yeah. And I couldn't go to the sports book in the Mirage because because you worked there. Because I worked there, I, so I couldn't go there. It's gonna. It, this is gonna. You're gonna go in like five years. You're gonna go to Fenway, and there's gonna be a kiosk there where right. you can bet on the game, and people are gonna, there's gonna be a line, and it's gonna be so much more enjoyable for people who didn't even care about baseball, you know, before well, this. It's gonna be madness. I, but but yep. on a very different, different yet the same. Look what fantasy football right. and fantasy sports have done for fantasy football, especially has done for the NFL. I will now watch a game between two teams that five years or ten years ago, I, I I've never had such passion. Mm-hmm. For the you know Tampa Bay slot receiver, as I will Joey Galloway this season, because because you draft him and all of a sudden you're watching these games. Yeah. I mean, Red Zone's nothing more than a product of fancy football. That's the yeah, that's the only yeah. reason they have it. That's the only reason they have it. Right. And, you're gonna, and to your point, you're going to see more of that now. You'll see that you'll be able to pick up your phone and instead of putting together a lineup, it'll be like you get home from work. It's like I don't want you know I don't know who's pitching I don't know what's going on but I do know the Yankees are hot so let me put some money on the Yankees. So before we jump into daily fantasy since we're riding this like sports betting thing which is tremendously different than daily fantasy cuz I, I feel like yeah. a casual a casual gambler will bet on sports. One's gambling, one's skill. Uh, true. My question is is do you think this creates more of a an impasse for people that might not have solid income. So, like, like there was like a percentage given out that uh, that like the lottery is a you know million billion dollar industry, and people who make uh, less than fifteen thousand a year income wise will gamble up to fifteen percent of their income on lotto tickets, keno tickets, things like that. Now, do you think with the addition of sports betting, do you think that that would aff- like do you think that's going to affect the bottom line for yeah. that? I think what you're going to see is it's going to be the old age-old thing of you're going to see the rich are going to get richer and the poor are going to stay poor. That's because nuts. Yeah, the, the people who are finding things, whether it's um, Kino in the kiddies lounge now or Kino at the local convenience store, now they have something different to bet on. And they're going to bet and they're going to probably bet more than they have to bet. This has been going on forever, though. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, not but, nuts, but, but what it, it look. But before it's self-control, it's, it's, accept, but it's accessibility now. Yeah, that's the, my point. So at least like with Kino, things like that, scratch tickets, you have to go to a facility. They're making it easier and easier to do it from your house, and when it's there, twenty four seven. This is the you know, I'm, I'm just theorizing here. It's just to me when I see something like that, I'm like, oh, geez, like, like you can really just get sucked in. But me personally, I don't see myself starting to bet on games or that like. I would probably place more like futures bet. So if there was a sports book nearby, right, I would probably go lay money down on the Patriots before the beginning of the season and, and, and that stuff. Yeah. For But I don't, I don't really see myself going down and, and but, laying but, money well, let me, let me, But I'll put it to you like this, and this is just me. Say you get tickets to a Red Sox game. <coughs> he brought it up with a kiosk. Are you going to a Patriots game? 
if you're going to to be in attendance, wouldn't you put money on the Patriots? You don't even have to be in attendance. Think no, about no, it. you're no, sitting on your couch on a Sunday that's morning. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. You're going to sit down. you got friends know. coming out for the game. Right. Are you going to put money on it? Hey, I'm here. Uh, oh, look, the, the 1 o'clock game. I might bet on big. Like, yeah, I mean, maybe. So, and I'm not even talking about just you individually. Now you're looking you're at that. global you. Yeah, yeah that's right. like, that type of revenue stream is like. Yeah, absolutely. So, Think Jamie, we should move For the Pops into For the Pops Sports Betting. I'm and on board. Then, and then this pops. way, yeah, Wager Pops. It'll be a subdivision. It will be an outlet for people to bet. Yeah. We will shave just 0.001% off the top line. Ironically, do you know who hired me at the Mirage? Who? Steve Wynn. Guy Fear. Oh. No, Steve Wynn hired me. <laughs> Guy Fieri. <laughs> Steve, Guy Ferrari. It, no, Steve, Steve Wynn actually hired me. And uh, now that he's in a little bit of trouble, maybe there's an opening in, in the You need to win. This is the time. I, it, it's nuts. The, the, the possibilities for anybody who's trying to jump into this, this corner market is mind-boggling. It's going to, it, I'm telling you, it's going to change everything. Strictly because of how easy it's going to be. Now, I know Ray is dying to get to the For the Pops quiz, but I got to touch on one more thing. Because you've, you've danced on this a couple of times. And Ray used the word skill. The last time I saw Ray, it was actually a, a little friendly monthly poker game. Another skill game, yeah. Right, one of our friends. Um, yeah. Uh, who, the last time you guys went to that skill game, uh, who, who did it go down to? Uh, it was me and, and Marcus. Oh, Marcus, is that is that one of your wrestling names, Ray? Uh, no, 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 Ray. Ray no, was no, Ray. No. Who 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 knocked you out, Ray? I'm trying to remember. Uh, well, the game we uh, we play is who not knocked a you out, right? You knocked me out. I, I believe uh, I I basically needed to go home at the time. I mean, because I went once and uh, I won the whole thing. I don't remember Ray at the final table. Right. I, I chopped with you once. I'm, uh, I'm I'm generally at the final table. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true. So am I. I. I think I've played five times there. I've made the final table three times. I've, I've, I'm two for five winning. By the end, the game's poker? Yeah, they're talking about that? poker. Yeah. Poker. Okay. So a poker night, Slade, and, and Ray and I were at, were at our table. And Ray was distracted for the first 45 minutes of the night. Yeah. No. Because he was setting his daily fantasy lineups right. for baseball. Which I, I was doing on the fly with very little preparation, which is why it took me so long. So for those that quickly don't know what daily fantasy baseball lineups are, you, you get a preset money. Is it still 7200 or is it more? Uh, You know, it's more. And you, you, you were doing FanDuel? I was doing at that night. I You're think doing it was FanDuel, FanDuel that night. That night. Yeah. yeah. So you get a preset money. The players, the better the player, the more money they are. You're supposed to build a lineup, catcher all the way down to pitcher, uh, every position there. And then from there, you're put into a pool, whether whatever the competition that you're part of. And as your players produce everything from a hit to a strikeout to a walk, equates to a point. You have the most points at the end. You win the big mucho bucks. Everything is there from $25 wins all the way up to the big $1 million. Everything's there from $2 wins. Oh, yeah, the the $2 wins. Yeah, dollar double ups. Yeah, Actually, $0.75. Cents you can Sorry, win. I only play $5 quins. I won't play those. I play a lot higher than that. So... <laughs> And I don't know what your what your hang up is about. It's clearly a skill game. DFS is definitely a skill game. It is not. That's the only reason. It was already proven in court. It was a skull game, a skill game. It, it, that's the only reason it was there allowed. There are lots to... of things that lawyers prove in court that aren't true. Okay. Okay. So, so in, 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 if you know anything about DFS, I don't know how much you've won in DFS. I've I've won in okay. DFS. And when you put your lineup together, you look. I, at, I have too. Huh? Paid me, paid me a trip okay. to New York. Say the grown-ups are talking right oh now. Oh, boy. Stay over there. You, Hold you, on. Ready? And mute. You look all at right. your lineup, right? And you put yeah. together, and this is, if I'm Jamie, I'm looking at, okay, or right, Mookie Betts, cool, or right, Mitch yeah. Moreland. And you put together the people you like or the people you know, whatever. And then you hit, and it's great. But that's, like, the way you play poker. Well, that's why it's like, that's a lot of people play DFS, and that's called dead money. 
where it's people just basically putting in lineups and just not even paying attention. Sometimes it'll be rained out and things like that'll happen, or they're putting in, you know, guys they like. And there's a lot more to it than that, like the weather. Uh, Ray would send me weather reports when we used to build lineups together. Yep. Weather reports. Umpire and how reports. The, if the wind's right. blowing out. Slave. If the wind's blowing out, blowing in. Uh, you're witness to this now. I really don't know that much about baseball. I'm a Red Sox fan. Okay. I'm not a baseball fan. All right. I will Most challenge you. Yeah. Here's what we'll do. In the month of June. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to spend big money. Okay. Like, what, what? what's a low dollar game? Like a, You could play 50 cents. Like, $2 game? Like a, you can a play $2 dollar game. game. You can play dollar games, yeah. So, what if we said that we're going to play against each other, mm-hmm. right? We'll be yeah. the same ones. Yeah. We'll figure out the details on this. Yeah, we can do head-to-head. But over the course of... Oh, yeah, you can do head-to-head. Yeah. The course of, of June, we'll play, what, 20? Yeah. We'll play 20 games against each other. Yeah. I know nothing. I'm not going to pretend. I'm not going to call in experts or any of that stuff. Okay. No skill. No. I bet I can beat you. I can tell you, you won't beat me. You won't beat me. I, I bet you I will make Oh, this more. is good. I, will, I bet you I'll make more. And I'll bet you dinner. Uh, I'll bet you dinner like a Longhorn or one of those places. Okay. How's I, that? I accept your challenge. Is that fair? Uh, I accept. <laughs> um, well, you had him until you said the Longhorn bet. And, uh, e- easy money. Like, like, He's getting choked up now. In case I lose, you know, I don't have to can tell you the Ritz in Boston or something. Well, yeah. like, you know, I'm talking like a lot. Do you have a, you have a fan, do, fan duel account or? Yeah, I do more DraftKings, but I can. I think I still have a fan. I can do DraftKings. I've been. I, I do DraftKings. Does DraftKings Whichever. have the head-to-head option? It'll just be easier to track. Well, well, that's why I said June. It gives he and I two weeks to get our crap together. Yeah. We'll I like this. That's pretty sure solid. Does. Yeah, because I'm convinced. No, I think it's more luck than skill. But okay, so when, when the first thing I do is look at the Vegas lines. The very first thing I do. So I look at the Vegas lines and everybody see, get their pens ready and see what they and see what's going on. Jamie's giving me the the, the eye roll. But Mookie, that's a funny name. I like him. <laughs> <laughs> Bets. I'm going to win this uh, bet. <laughs> uh and so Vegas and then you got to look at weather and then you look at umpire reports. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't know it's so funny, but that's what you do. And so Jamie, when you're buying me dinner at Longhorn, I can go over this again to show oh, you how to actually awesome. win money uh, at DFS. I can't wait till I embarrass you by so, beating you at this. So, Ray, is absolutely no if you had whatsoever. to make a very short list yeah. of do's and don'ts when it comes to fantasy baseball, is there any major do's or any major don'ts? Like, for example, um, like a don't would be when you play like fantasy football. We're not going to talk too much. But like a don't in fantasy football is to dump money into the kicker. Right. Is there any do's and don'ts when it comes to fantasy baseball? Uh, for dra- for DFS purposes, yeah, DFS uh, purposes. I mean, th- there's with well, for one, um, f- for FanDuel, you'd be pitchers. It's major pitcher oriented, so always spend up on the pitcher. And then uh, for DraftKings, uh, is a little bit more lenient um, because you get two pitchers. But the biggest thing I can say um, that people do that always do is they they don't check the weather. The guys get stuck in, they get locked in, and and they don't pay any attention. And then the other thing is, um, they don't check lines like like the the over and the unders on the games. It's it's really a big deal. Do you go in I'm depth? Starting pitcher M. Fulte Newix. Fulte Nevich. Fulte Nevich. For the Braves for tomorrow night. Do you I like his last name? Do like you uh, do you go into the depth of? Looking at uh, pitcher to batter matchups and bullpen to batter matchups. Uh, I go. I don't. The here's what I'll do. As far as the bullpen goes, I'll look at the games the night before and see how far they went into the bullpen the <laughs> night before. M leak. And then, <laughs> and then I after, think, I think the guy's last name is Leak. So you, can take, you can say that I just took a leak in my lineup. <laughs> and then after that, this is, 
He's very serious sport guys. I mean, this is this, uh, Jamie's gonna. Uh, I need a catcher now. <laughs> so, um, 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 uh, yeah. So I, I would, I would absolutely, as far as FanDuel goes, pay attention to the pitcher and also pay attention to the weather reports, but also look at the over under lines. And as far as looking at um, uh, the bullpen, no, but I do look at umpires because that's like a huge deal. So outside of all that, you've done all your research, things of that nature. Now when you go into these um, applications, you've got the two pretty standard types of betting. You've got the tournaments, yeah. which is... The GPPs. Yep, which is big, top prize, lower, end, like harder to cash because the percentage is a little off. Then you've got these things called cash games. Which is the money. Yep. Which is where you people should be playing. Anybody who starts playing DFS... First base, Jay Abreu. He used to uh, wrestle for us in Chaotic, so I'm picking him now. Oh, my goodness. You should immediately awesome. start playing cash games. People like Jamie should start playing cash games. Because it's it, it's uh, anybody between first and whatever uh, you know goes to, say 25, all pays the same amount. So now, do you prefer like the double-ups, the triple-ups, uh, the quints? I play... Depending on what I'm playing, I play in the double-ups or the quintuple-ups. Usually a double-up or a quintuple-up. Um, I play whatever I'm playing in the GPPs to match my double. So what? Because it's much easier to win in the cash games or the multipliers than it is the tournaments. So whatever I play in the tournaments, I bet in the double. Ups so to for make example, that back. so for example, what you'll do is if you're playing a twenty-five dollar GPP, right. you'll pay a five dollar quintuplet. So that if you cash, you will make that twenty five back in the event you lose in the GPP. Yeah, the quintuple ups are a little bit more difficult, so I'll do the double ups. But yeah, sure. do, but the same Co- thing. same same concept. Same exact thing. So if you do ten dollars in a GPP, you'll do a five dollar double up. Right. Try to cover your bets. Right. Whatever I can do to cover my bets, and then the other thing I would always tell people is the takeout. When you hit a GPP, is take your money out. So then, well, why is that? Because you'll spend it immediately. Oh, okay. So then, all right. So then, one last question when it comes to DFS. Um, I'm a new player. I put in twenty dollars. Yeah. On average, day one, should I be shoveling out that twenty dollars, or should I? Mookie bets. Mookie bets. <laughs> I just picked Mookie bets. Or are you a, a type that like you start moderate, you go heavy? Um, is it good just to do a two dollar GPP and a dollar double up? Like, what's you, what? What's your approach for beginners? If you had to give some sort of advice to somebody who's... Let's say you're looking across the table right now at somebody... Oh, to Jamie? Oh, sure. Yeah, for Jamie, it really, I don't know, you know, it depends on what you, you know, where you're at financially. Right. For Jamie, 20 bucks... set my lineup for tomorrow night's slate. I'm very excited. I would say, for James, someone like Jamie, I would say about 20 bucks you could spend in a night. I mean, you but do... So, but, so, I mean, baseball's a long season, right? Yeah. yeah so yeah. you play, I play every night. That's what I mean. Yeah. So I someone who's just playing every night, if you could afford to play every night, uh, you know, you could kind of gauge from there. But $10, I would say, it, it really depends. Uh, I, for someone who just started, if you just picked up the app today, I would put in 5 bucks. Ten. Actually, you need to put in minimum 10 for FanDuel. Yeah. 5 for a draft. Me, per, me personally, when I first start to get warmed up, it's, uh, it's usually $5 a night. It's uh, $2 and a quin if I can, yeah. uh, $2 for a double up, and then I'll throw a dollar in a GPP just for to even out the 5 and then we kind of just work from there with the profits after. It's about 20 bucks a weekend in uh, fantasy football. Oh, yeah. Well, football's different, right? Because that's one day a week. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's usually 20 to 30 for that. I do the singles, too. That's the other thing in the singles. Entries. I play ten. I put a ten dollars single entry in, and then I'll put two nine dollars entries in because they have multi. They have multi. Yeah. Entries. And what Ray's talking about is uh, there are competitions where you can only do one entry, which kind of helps you against uh, people like Jamie who have a lot of money, right. because those other contests it's unlimited submissions, and people will either do the same lineup multiple times, change it up just slightly. Um, 
There's they some have, wild stuff out there. Right. They have applications that build the lineup. So they have, um, they'll put in hundreds of lineups and basically change, you know, a third baseman. Uh, it'll be a stack of the Angels with like this minor change. But the single entries is where you'll make you'll make less money than the GPPs with the, the tournaments. But the tournaments have someone with 20 lineups in where you got one bullet. If you got one bullet, the best thing to do is just go to the single entry. You win less, but you'll win more of the times. Okay. So before we go into the quiz, last question for both of you guys. We fast forward six months, a year, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, they have put forward that sports betting is now legal. And we there is now an outlet that's readily available. Yeah. Do you continue to play DFS or have you now officially switched to sports betting? I'm gonna still play DFS but also do Me the too. sports betting. I think anybody that's that plays DFS now religiously or plays it a lot will continue to do the same. I, I think anybody that I think DFS is like kind of that bridge between Fantasy football, fantasy baseball, like you play yearly, and then that 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 daily gambling feeling. And so, without well, you watch almost every Yankee game, I watch every most. I watch the I watch every Yankee game, and then at night I watch the Angels just because you know the time it works out. But I watch all the other games anyway. So I'll be betting on all these sorts of games. But once you can bet on like Yankees or Red Sox, and you know you just get home and you want to watch the game, you want to put a little, you want to have a little skin in the game. It'll be much easier just to pick a team and have instead of having to do two hours worth of research or randomly throw dead oh. money together like Jamie's oh, no, doing. No, no. So, so right, third baseman for uh, Diamondbacks, Jake Lamb, is he any good? Uh, Jake Lamb is good. Is he hurt? Is he? Oh yeah, he's hurt. He's hurt, right? So I guess, yeah, yeah so that's, would be bad. that's probably not. A, <laughs> oh, <Jesus Christ. laughs> all right, all right. I'm picking up what he's putting down. A little, a little dad joke right there. Oh, I can't take wait for you to take me to dinner. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm very excited. This is very serious. Awesome? This is very serious I'm very excited. It, I may try to jump in with you guys for through so I can at least watch the progress as it goes on live. That sounds like an awesome time. Yeah. That is because you're, you're gonna be in the middle of the road. You know, you got Captain Strategy over here, me who it's all luck, and then you'd be kind of in the middle. So at the end of this, then you finally admit it's a skill game. And then, or you have to admit that it's pure. Oh, luck. I don't. I, I won't have to. Admit there'll it. be and there'll be daily updates on the on the Twitter yeah. and the Facebook machine. So yeah. at least this way, we can show the. Oh, this is you know this what, great. Jamie. Wasn't this a good idea? You still got some fantastic business mindset in that that dome of yours. Let me tell you. Very excited about this. All, All right. Well, yeah, speaking of big competitions, All right. you know what? We're gonna oh, take yeah. a break. And when we come back, the the former Slade brothers will face off. Dun, dun, mano Imano. In the For the Pops Pop Quiz, right here on For the Pops on the NAI Pop Network. My name is Jason Malta. I am Liam Strager. And I'm Bill Neville. And live every Wednesday night on NewAgeInsiders.com and the Mixler app, we're taking topics and thousands of fan perspectives and bringing them to your airwaves. And don't forget, we'll be live and taking your calls before and after every single WWE pay-per-view that we do not attend. But wait, there's more. You can also subscribe to our Patreon page by visiting Patreon.com and searching for New Age Insiders. And with plans starting at just $2 a month, there's an affordable option for everyone. Monday Rewards, Tuesday Rewards, exclusive pay Pay-per-view rewards, exclusive shows. Why wouldn't you become a Patreon? And we will see you Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. We out. Are you looking for a way to spice up your life? Maybe add some fun and excitement to the bedroom. Then check out BigOBoutique.com for everything you're looking for. 
Whether you want to shop for pretty lingerie and pajamas or are looking for sensual lotions and toys to try out, Big O Boutique has exactly what you need. And don't worry, our online store is easy to use and will help you find all the right tools for you and your partner. We carry a huge assortment of lingerie, lotions, and more, all shipped discreetly to your door. As a special offer for the POPs listeners, enter code POPs at checkout to save 10% on your order. That's P-O-P-S to save 10%. So go to BigOBoutique.com today. That's BigOBoutique.com. right here on the NAI Pop Network. It is my favorite part of the show. As Ray, Scotty, it is time for the For the Pops Pop Quiz. Now, Ray, what we're going to do is I'll give you some sheets of paper. What I'll do is I'm going to read uh, four pop culture-related questions. What you'll do is you'll write down your answer. Don't let Scotty see. He likes to cheat. Okay. Sounds, sounds about right. Uh-huh. So Slade cannot see. It's, it's hidden mm. from you. And then we're just going to go back and forth. And then the question five, what we do, Ray, is because we've had so many ties, usually yeah. zero to zero. Yeah. Uh, what we'll do is it'll be back and forth. Not to. So, <laughs> so hold on. Ray, Ray's mic is coming. Ah, uh, jeez. That's all right. Just put it back in. There we go. And he's back. So then uh, what we'll do is we'll just, uh, on the last one, we'll go back and forth. We'll explain the rules as we go along. Okay. So now, question number one. Okay. As Scotty Slade knows, every week. I go to my daughter. Okay. On Twitter, she's at Nikki Josephine. That's N-I-C-C-I-E Josephine. At you can follow her on Twitter. Nikki. I go to her. She's my 14-year-old daughter who you <laughs> heard about earlier in the show. <clears throat> Hundo P. Hundo P. Have any of you watched the uh, new Karate Kid on YouTube Red? Yeah, they used it. They used Hundo P in the first episode. <laughs> they did. I'm very excited. So I get a current slang term from her. Okay. Something that Something the youths are saying these days. All right. Okay. And this week, our slang term is... Scoop. That's me. Scoop. <laughs> Scoops. Scoop. That's me. The word is scoop from Nikki at Nikki Josephine. <laughs> so you're using a sentence? No. Uh, no. Yeah, no. I give you no clues. That's the, that's the crappy part. I don't tell that's you if it's the... a noun, a verb. You got real close last time, though. You said something. I did. I, yes, I said something to give a clue last time, and I was very disappointed in myself. So they're both scribbling down their answers. And depending on my mood, I'm either lenient or kind of tough on the on. You know, what Slade will do is he'll put down something vague every time. No, I, and then I, after I gotta I go. Read it, he'll try. He'll try to convince me that's what he meant. That I know this isn't the answer, but I have to say it because it's just it's it's my shtick. So. Okay, I think I already know, so you're wrong. All right, yeah, yeah so Scotty Slade, why don't you go first? Scoop, scoop's a rumor. Ray, oh. uh, I put uh, scoop. Pick you up in your whip. Come scoop me. Oh, my God. And Ray's off to a one nothing lead. Yeah, how did you know that word? Is to, pick, is, is to pick someone or pick something up, yeah. Yeah. So if I said, yeah, you know what, uh, Slade, I'll, uh, I'll scoop you up at your house. That means I'll pick you up at your house later on. Pick you up in your whip. I put a little thing there, too. You wow. son of a bitch. All right. All right. All right. All right. So the score is one nothing. Ray off to the early lead. Thanks to Nikki. Thanks, Nikki. At Nikki Bella. At Nikki, not Nikki Bella. Not Nikki Bella. All right. Well, ironically, one of my favorite shows on TV yeah. went through quite an up and down this week as Brooklyn Nine-Nine was canceled, then renewed <laughs> in the course of a couple of days. You have to talk about the show that Rick does not like. So ready? Yeah. The question is, for one point, you must tell me both what network canceled it 
Oh. And what network picked it up? That's oh, easy. no. Hide your answer from Scotty Slade. He likes to cheat. Oh. Scotty, this is in our group chat. Crockett sent this in our group chat. Because I watch it on Hulu. I got to think about it. This is one of those shows I started watching it on airplanes. And uh, Todd Sinclair once had a great <sighs> phrase. It was about the show The King of Queens. And he said, King of Queens is, a, is, a, is an airplane Fudge. show. It's, Fudge, Jamie. I'm in my own head right now. <laughs> it's, it's, King of Queens is funny on an airplane. But if you ever try to watch it, when you have other options, it's horrible. Wait, what? I'm telling, I'm, Uh-oh. This is me filling time. Wait, hold on. King Someone... of Queens is a terrible show. Okay, that's that's far from the truth. King of Queens is a fantastic show. Awful show. That is a very good show. Awful show. Okay. All right, that's but not true. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I started watching it on planes. I'm sticking, my, I'm sticking with my gut. And my fear was it was going to be like unfunny yeah. when I got on It's probably my favorite show on TV right now. All right, so Slade, you went first last time. I'm going to go to Ray this time. Uh, Ray, you know, I wasn't what? really... I wasn't one hundred percent sure. I know it was canceled from Fox, yeah. and I wasn't sure if NBC signed it. Okay. It w- and Slade, uh, NBC. Okay. Considering you have to give me two networks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just same thing. He's cheating. I'm not cheating. NBC. For both. So NBC canceled, then NBC picked it back up. Yep. Oh, okay. No. Nope. Ray is correct. Yeah. Fox canceled it, and NBC picked it back up. As Ray has taken a commanding. So I get a, I get a half a point. You get no points. Why you don't I get any points? We had this in group chat. We talked about it this morning. I know. I can tell you what season it is. Oh, cool. What season is it? Six. Not too bad. That wasn't a question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question number three. Man, I'm not doing so hot. I know we had a group what chat. What actor who has appeared in every Star Wars movie will also be in this month's Solo, but not as their usual character. I want the actor's name. So there's an actor who's been in every Star Wars movie. He's going to be in Solo. But he won't be as his usual character. And, Ray, your turn to go first. I know. It was uh, my turn to go second. Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. And, Ray? Harrison Ford. Both of you are incorrect. The answer is Anthony Daniels, who Duh. plays C-3PO. Oh. He's been in every Star Wars movie. Mark Hamill wasn't in all of them. He wasn't in the first three. I, uh, Neither was Harrison Ford. He wasn't, I in, wasn't, he wasn't in the prequels. Thinking of the I've prequels. only seen two Star Wars. Holy shit. That's how much they mean to me. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so it's right. Anthony Daniels, and I guess he's going to be a Wookiee in the new Star Wars in Solo. Get out of here. Yeah. That's actually a really solid one. I, that's how much the prequels 15 mean. 15 episodes. Five questions per episode. He's finally complimented a question that I've asked. That would, well, that's like a really good one. Thank you. Wow. I, I, I don't. So Ray, you still lead. You still lead. Has it been the same one. voice for Yoda the entire time? He wasn't in uh, Star Wars. That's right. He wasn't. Oh my goodness. Nor was he in Force Awakens. Yoda wasn't in Force Awakens. Uh, he kind of was. When Ray gets a lightsaber, there's a little, yeah, a little snippet of his voice in the background. Yeah, so. yeah. As soon as I grab that. Yeah. Well, that's what I thought. I'm thinking like really under the radar with your yeah. questions, but that was a really solid yeah. question. All right, good. Question number four. All right. What music megastar, when recently asked if they would be attending Prince Harry's upcoming wedding, responded with, and I quote, why would you think I'm invited? So what music megastar was asked if they were going to be invited to Prince Harry's upcoming wedding and responded with... Why would you think I'm invited? Oh, boy. Now, Slade might have a certain strategy on this. 
Because when <laughs> no, it's not I that say, one. It's not that whenever I say music <laughs> megastar, there's an easy answer to go to. <laughs> That's not the answer, right? Yeah. So my it, my go to anytime that he asks music related questions, it's not Beyonce. So uh, Beyonce. It's, uh, I always say Beyonce. It worked well, literally once. Once, and that's all it needed to work. All right. See, uh, I'm gonna go with. I had two guesses. Yeah. Uh, I just want Elton John. John is a good guess. Sky Slade. I said Gloria Stefan. Yeah, I just saw the Gloria Stefan musical two weeks ago, uh, which is really good. Oh, Get on your face. It, was it was a good time. A, it was neither. It was, was Rihanna. Oh, okay. Rihanna. I was gonna go with Adele. That was gonna be going too. I'm more of a right, alienware so. guy. Alienware? <laughs> Not Adele. All right, here's here's where it gets interesting, <laughs> fellas. Ray has a two nothing lead on Ah, jeez. Ray, one of the best performances in the regular rounds of For the Pops. Thank you. That's of, true. Of the, the scoop one, really easy yep. one. That was really loved easy. it. I I'm gonna have to go back to my group chat. Does it say? Did it really say it in the group chat? I think he sent a picture actually, and it might have been yesterday. That's twice you've done that, Slade. Where I asked a question that we had literally been talking about. Yeah. There's a picture of it, and then a picture, which is what prompted. You're in a different group chat, aren't you? No, it prompted the conversation oh, this boy. morning. You're which is how you in know. a different oh, group boy. chat. No, Scotty. No, you I'll, just don't pay attention to group chats. I do pay attention to group chats. There was no Brooklyn Nine Nine. I'm sorry. I'll, I will check after That's the fine. show. So here it is. So Ray, what we're gonna do now is I'm gonna say I have a top ten list here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And what you're gonna do is you can go back and forth, trying to guess as many of these as you can. Okay. okay. You get a point when you're right. You don't get penalized if you're wrong. It just goes back to the other person. Now, oh, the God. Could you I imagine if we got penalized? <laughs> <laughs> and the win with the negative 2 to That's negative right. 5. Mike Rocket wins with a negative 205 to negative 250. All right. So each one of these, you have a potential of up to three points. Okay. Because I went to the Hollywood, Hollywood Reporter today. Oh, boy. And I got the 10 most misquoted movie quotes in history. Okay. Okay. So certain movie quotes out there that everybody says, but they say them wrong. Okay. So you can get up to three points for each one. You can tell me the movie. Mm-hmm. You can tell me how everybody thinks the quote goes. Oh, wow. And what the real quote is. All right. Once any of those are tapped, that one's out. Okay. Okay. So if I were to quote something from, like, say, uh, Major League. Yeah. And I said, Major League, uh, everybody quotes it as, um, I really hate this song. And then I, I get it wrong. It's, I hate this effing song. And that one, that one's all eliminated. So. Just one last question: yep. What if you try to quote what's quoted wrong, but you quote it wrong? <laughs> I'll give you the. I'll, we'll figure out the points as we okay. go. Okay. All right. So Ray, would you like to go first or second? I'll With go the, second. All right. Sky Slade. Okay. Okay. Is this where they play that music in the background? Yeah, the music's okay. been playing this whole time. All right. Oh, that's right. It has been. I hear it. You don't have headphones. Oh, that's you right. You have the headphones. headphones. You can hear it right now. Scotty Slade. I'm going to say, <laughs> is it sad I know more misquotes when it comes to music? Um, I'm going to say that people quote Die Hard 2 incorrectly. And what's the line? I don't know off the top of my head. Okay, Die Hard 2 is not on the list anyway. Okay. So, right. Um, so I can just guess a movie? Yeah. Okay. Star Wars. And the quote? Uh... This quote, I think everybody. Now, I don't watch. I've never. I've seen okay. Star Wars, but I think the quote everybody says is "Luke, I am your father." Uh huh. But I think it's not that. I think it's, it's, shit. It's Luke. I I don't. I can't. I think it's Luke. I am your father is the one they misquote, but I can't tell you the correct quote because I've never seen it. The number one most misquoted thing we quote is from the Empire Strikes Back. So there's no point there. 
The misquote is, Luke, I am your father. But the actual quote is, no, I am your father. Yeah. So, Ray, you get one point because you got one of the three. Nice. So, Ray is currently up three to nothing. Uh, Scotty Slade. Very well-known movies on here. Yes. Uh, I don't know the name of the movie. Okay. The quote is when he says, Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Casablanca? Mm-hmm. That's my answer. Well, ironically, Slade somehow managed to get himself one point. Because Casablanca is on here. <laughs> oh, all right. Not the Good right job. quote. <laughs> The quote is, play it again, Sam. Oh, man. All right. And the actual (laughs) quote is, play it, Sam. Play as time goes by. Woo! All right. Well, I was. So Ray is up three to one. Different scene, right? Movie. (laughs) This this gets worse every single episode, doesn't it? Okay. um, Ray. Is Field of Dreams on there? Field of Dreams is on here. Is it, um, if you build it, they will come is quoted incorrectly? That is correct. That is the incorrect quote. That is two points. And then it's. <sighs> build it and they will come. Field Dreams is correct. The misquote is, if you build it, they will come. The actual quote is, if you build it, he, he will, will come. come. That's okay, Ray. You got two points on that. You are up oh, five. Oh man, I am impressed, Ray. Yep. So we got Star Wars. We've had Casablanca. Field, had of Field of Dreams. Hmm. I will say, The Wizard of Oz. Okay. The misquoted one is, "I will get you, my pretty." Okay. And the actual quote is, my pretty, I will get you. <laughs> Ironically, Slade has gotten another point. Purely by guessing the right just, movie. Was, okay. <laughs> the Wizard of Oz, the misquote is, Toto, I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. All right. The actual quote is, Toto, movies. I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Okay. Ray, you're up five to two. All right. Um, uh, you know what? I'm, I don't. Dirty Dancing. Not on the list. Terminator 2. What? Not on the list. (laughs) You know what's funny? I need to have a quote in my head to be wrong to get the movie right. Terminator. Not on the list. (laughs) Um, Indiana Jones. Not on the list. None of them. Oh, wow. I was trying to think of which one, and I was like, okay. Um... Oh! No, Ray, Ray gets to go first. Ray gets a guess here. It's Ray's turn. Ray currently leaves, leads five to two. Dirty Harry. Dirty Harry is on the list. Uh, the quote um, is uh, Do you feel lucky, punk? That is correct. Um, How convenient. He says dirty dancing, <laughs> then dirty something else. Dirty. I can't see anything over there. Good good luck. Uh, 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 Do you feel lucky, punk? And then the correct one is, well, 
do you feel lucky? Well, do you? Very close. I'm going to give you two points for Dirty Harry and do you feel lucky? But the actual quote is, you've got to ask yourself one question. Do I feel lucky? Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? Ray, you are killing this. Thank you. You are up seven to two. Uh, Christmas Carol. Nope. Ray? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, a Christmas story. Nope. Uh, Slade, it was your last chance. And I'm ending the game because... I'm losing my voice. Well, I got two more. I got two more guesses at least. Why? Why do you have two more? Well, because I got two in my head. Okay. All right, that's the first one. A miracle on 34th Street. Nope. Ray. Um. When he gets angry like this, Ray's my brain, really my brain locks up. <laughs> um. See, Ray's got a good strategy. I like his strategy right now. From I'm, Hollywood Reporter. I'm going to pass to Scotty. Okay, Scotty Slade, this is your last chance. Yeah, you got so angry at me, it literally shoved the he's other up, one out of my head. He's up seven to two. <laughs> if you can get five points on one question, you can tie. On one question? Oh, why, is there no more movies left? No, I'm, I'm just getting really bored now. Oh, well, then we can we can end it. I can't remember the movie I was going to say. You, you, you bullied me. Look who's talking? No. <laughs> Look who's talking too? No. Look who's talking now? No. No, I guess we can end it. Well, congratulations, Ray. Thank you. You are the winner of the For the Pops Pop what, Quiz by what were, the, what were the other ones? All right, tell you what. Just to wrap this up, I'll give you the movie. If you give me the movie, I might be able to get the quote. <coughs> uh, number two, Apollo 13. Oh, uh, Houston, we've got a problem with the quote, obviously. Mm-hmm. This is the bad one, right? Houston, we have a problem. It's the bad one. And then, uh, I don't know what the good one is. It's actually, uh, Houston, we've had a problem. All right. The Graduate. Oh God! I got that. Uh, you're trying to seduce me. Yeah, uh, Miss Robinson. You're trying to seduce yeah. me. Um, that's the bad one. That's a bad one. Why, um, Miss Robinson? You're trying to seduce me, aren't you? Uh, is that is you that it? it? That is it. Why, Miss Robinson? You're <laughs> trying to seduce me. I'm giving a point for that one you? too, just for knowing that one. I cheat on that one too, Slade. Yep, I could. Uh, All right, Slade. This one's for you. All about Eve. All about Eve. It's a classic. Mm. Uh, good. Some like it hot. Is that one on no. there? No. Okay. Uh, all believe it's uh, the misquote is fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy oh. ride. And the actual quote is fasten your seatbelts. It's fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Here's a good one. Slade, you should know this one soon. Snow White. What's the misquote in Snow White? I'll get you, my pretty. That's Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Wizard of Oz. And it's really pretty. I'll get you. <laughs> you are horrible. <laughs> you are the worst. The misquote is, mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of them all? When the actual quote is, magic mirror on the wall. No kid. Who is the fairest one of all? And lastly, the movie, original movie, Frankenstein. It's alive? It's alive is the correct quote. Well, how's that misquoted? A lot of people misquote it as, he's alive. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. I actually would have thought, it's alive is the correct one. Which it is. Yeah. I've never heard that he's alive. All right. So congratulations, Ray. You Thank won. You. And as our special guest, you get to pick. Oh, uh, all right. Do you, do you want lingerie or wrestling? Uh, wrestling. All right, you get wrestling. So you get an autographed copy of our new Jamie Jamikowski 8x10s. <laughs> I found these in a desk drawer. <laughs> I'm pumped. Is that a... Yes, it is. Came out to the, uh, that's, yes. that's Arch Kincaid, Arch Kincaid and Aaron Stevens. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so there's your little Jamie Jamikowski 8x10. Such a great bit. This is, uh, I, wish, I wish everybody could see this right now. Oh, they will. You want to yeah, take the, take, take take the, the photo? Slide? 
Take a photo real quick. No, Ray doesn't want us. Wait. <laughs> and boom. I should do portrait mode. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Hey, Ray, if you come back and win next time, you can have this one. That's lingerie, when, by the way. When you three-peat. That's lingerie, by the way. Oh, that's lingerie? They're wearing dresses. No, they're not. Those are, those are nightgowns. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, they look like dresses. Well, that's we, what you're looking. Look at that! Look at that sharp-looking fellow in the middle. Well, Ray, you know what? I appreciate you. Uh, you coming on? Thank you. Thank you um, for having me. It's it's. We've been pushing pushing hard for you to get here, and I know uh, other other podcasts are going to be upset that we got you first. So for Ray, Diorio, Jamie Jamikowski, I'm Scotty Slade. You've been listening to For the Pops on the NEI Pop Network. <laughs> <laughs>